0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. I'm Cam, there's Hayden, and we have a special, special guest, one of my best friends on the team for all these years, uh, Mr. Tyson Alawal. Bro, appreciate you coming on today. No, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, had to get you in. We got a win against the Rams, and I figured we got to have my dude on as we approach Jacksonville. Did
1: Did you watch the game? Perfect time. Yep. Yeah, I watch every week, man. Definitely tuned in. So you know, I'm I'm glad uh we're stacking up some wins. But what'd you think of the game? What would you think of the Rams game? I thought it was good. I thought having uh Deontay back, I think I thought that opened up a lot uh for the offense. And I know it's not where um they want to be right now, but I think they're heading in the right direction. You know, that'll just open up doors for the run game. Uh, And at the same time, open some, you know, shots to take at GP. So, um, you know, I enjoyed watching this past game. And I think, um, you know, they'll just continue to take steps um, forward in that on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, man, this is just such a joy to watch um, you guys ball out um, week in, week out um, to, you know, keep this team competitive. Just hoping that, you know, we can continue to do that in all phases and, you know, hopefully we hit our stride and just continue to stack those wins. I want you to uh,
0: give me your thoughts on some of the unsung heroes, like a Keanu Benton or Larry Ogunjobi or Mon Adams. What do you think about those three guys?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, I got connections with those guys. You know, those those are my guys. So every time I watch the field or, or a game, it's always keeping the eye on, you know, whether it's Mon or uh new out there you know they're playing some good ball and like you said this you know i don't see them as unsung heroes because you know i i'm paying attention to you know you know what they're doing on the field and how much of a factor um you know they are in making this defense go so um but you know it's, it's exciting to watch uh keanu you know play well as as a rookie you know this is already tough as it is playing in this league but uh for him to have the success and you know winning his his one on one matchups whether versus the run or or pass is is good to see he's definitely you know definitely the future of um you know playing that interior um d D
0: line how would you what's the hardest thing about being a defensive tackle um or a nose tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers
1: Um, I think, I think the, the mental part of the game, uh, understanding that, um, you know, in this scheme, I I know it changed a little bit over the years, but, um, from understanding when you got to take two blocks to, you know, free a linebacker, um, and understanding when you got to cause havoc and make plays, I think the hardest thing is, um, as a D tackle in general or a nose tackle is the consistency of like, you know, s- stacking up good performance to good performance. Cause when you stand out as a D tackle and you know this very well, teams start game planning for you and trying to eliminate you, um, affecting the game that way. So, um, you know, if you cause havoc in one game they and like, whether it's you making the plays or your defense playing well, they try to limit, um, how much you can affect the game, from an interior standpoint. So when when you as a D-tackle can uh, continue to make those plays, you know, that's when you get to that elite level. And, uh, you know, you, you've you been doing that. larry been doing that. So it's it's exciting to watch.
0: You say that, but I, I got to say, one thing that really sticks out from our nose tackles <clears throat> over the years is the unselfishness. You look at guys like Casey Hampton, um, even look at Javon Hargrave. Um, you know, I felt like he didn't get to do, he was deserved. Um, and then you watch him go to these other teams and just create havoc and he's doing it. Um, and you know, I think you deserve that love too. I, I feel like, um, playing those tackle, um, a guy like Mon Adams, um, you guys, you guys take double teams, triple teams. And so, uh that's unselfishness. Like, even today, like I'll bring this up because I wanted to talk about this. I, I asked Tyson to come on the podcast, and I asked him last week, and he told me he didn't respond to me. And I'm like, This is weird. Tyson always responds to me. And so then I get I asked him two days ago, and I'm like, Hey bro, did you get my text? And he's like, Oh, I thought you were asking for somebody else. I thought you just you know, at the wrong text. I'm like, bro, this is – I want to talk to you. Like, you know, you are a great – you are a great player. And, you know, you always always have to be unselfish. No, you deserve some love because you played the game the right way. You did things the right way. Um, and the Pittsburgh Steelers were, hap- were very lucky to have a guy like you.
1: No, I appreciate that. Uh, let me share my side of the story. I just, you know, got that text. Because, I mean, we, I see Cam. We work out twice a week together with our trainer. Uh, shout out to Cole. But um, so I seen him. He just texted me out of the blue. And I didn't want it to be awkward where, you know, I respond. He'd be like, oh, then <laughs> I did text the wrong guy. So I was just waiting for the follow-up text, the the second text, uh, whether it was a question mark or something, to, to respond. And that was not till two days ago. And I was like, yeah, for sure I do it, man. I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> but as far as the, the nose tackle position, um, it has evolved over the years. The Steelers has been known to, you know, have that guy in the middle to take on blocks and have other guys make plays around them. But it's it's a new day and age. But uh, it's, it's just cool, man, just to see Mon um, – develop into the role he's taking. Cause you know, he's one of those guys, if he played in a four three would make a lot more plays and he's finding his niche to kind of do both where he's certain plays, he will be unselfish to have linebackers fill in and, and make the take a TFL, but he's causing a lot of havoc. And that's, you know, that's, that's what he does best penetrate and, you know make others uh, feed off of him or, or other people make it right. And you know, when, when you're doing that on the defense, man, it's it's fun when everybody's making plays, and you know, I was blessed to be a part of that, and you know, I just still enjoy watching the game that way.
0: Give me a T.J. Watt story.
1: <laughs> T.J. Watt. Man. Man, this is stuff you're supposed to like prepare me ahead of time to think about. <laughs> there's, there's so many cool stories, but I feel like <laughs> some of the best stories is always like, you know what we're doing in the locker room um competing at anything whether it's board games that we play in training camp uh card games um i think the best thing or not the best thing but um what i what i would want to share about tj is like no matter what you're playing any game that you're playing against him like whether you win or lose a lot of times he's on the winning end because he's good at a lot of things. But when you do get a win on him, um, <laughs> I just love the satisfaction of not letting him get his get back. <laughs> like, if you, <laughs> if you beat him at a, a board game or like some game that he brings, like that Benio game he brought in, if you beat him, oh, he, and he Bigno. says run it back, and, and if you say, no, I'm good, I'll take my win, <laughs> Oh, man, the whole day, his whole day will be messed up because of that.
2: Claims that he is the reason you ended up not going back to Jacksonville in, I think, 2021 and stayed in Pittsburgh. Can you please tell us that story?
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean, Cam probably should tell the story. (laughs) You go ahead and tell tell your son. The big uh, uh, impact he made in that decision. But, um, yeah, so – after the discussions of going back and forth with Pittsburgh, I mean, they knew I wanted to stay here. Um, and Jacksonville just kept up in like my guaranteed money and it would be more money because it, it was Florida. So that all played a factor in, um, you know, wanting to go back to Jacksonville and, and, and play there. But uh, so when I was supposed to fly over and take my visit and, and sign the deal, um, the day before I found out I had COVID, like I had family in town uh, and this is when you have to get tested before you fly back home. So uh, before they was going to go, they, they said, Hey, we're somebody got uh, tested positive. So I was like, Oh, now I got to get tested. So when I went, I got tested positive. Um, I called Jacksonville. I was like, Oh, I can't come. There's like, yeah. Um, quarantine take your 10 days and then you can come uh, when you're cleared. And, just that in that 10 day span, I guess Cam then found out there's like, hey, he didn't go and sign yet, even though the news broke that I, I agreed to uh, sign there. So I was talking to Cam Dunbar um, and they kept calling me like saying, hey, it's it's not official that uh, we still got a shot, man. We want you to stay here. And it's been like discussions that me and my wife had where we were like, man, is that the right move to go back? Uh, we want to be here. So Cam and and Dunbar being in my ear and uh, planting that seed of, you know, it's better to stay here. It it just kind of made sense. So um, they made that difficult decision to call Jacksonville back. People that I knew there uh, that was so excited um, and I had to break the bad news and kind of ruined a a few relationships that I had uh, with some of the coaches there. But uh, at the end of the day, I made the best decision for my own career and, uh, my family, and you know the rest of history. I'm I'm extremely blessed to you know have stayed and been a Pittsburgh Steel the past two years.
0: Okay, before before I explain my side of the story, <laughs> I'll say this: if you end up in Jacksonville, you would have been getting kicked by Urban Meyer. So <laughs> I think you were okay.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, that was definitely a tough year. I mean, the guys that I still knew on the team, Miles Jack, who came over there like Ty. I'm glad you didn't come, man. You'd have retired, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's talk about one of your other friends, though, uh, Marshawn Lentz, all the way from college. <laughs> what were you thinking when he was riding on the on the golf cart in the on the middle of the field?
1: Yeah, I thought that was crazy, but I mean, if anybody could do it, it's only him. If it was anybody else on the team, they'd probably get. In trouble, fine, kicked off, something, but it was that's Money Lynch, man. He 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 can do whatever he wants when he plays the way he he plays. You now he got his nickname, Beast Mode. Um, but everything that you see on TV, like I know he's doing a lot of like commercials and stuff now, but that's that's who he is. That's his personality. He's not like fronting for no camera, and and he kind of lives like life that way. Such yeah. a, it's, <laughs> he does a lot of crazy things on TV, but it's, he's such a humble dude. Um, as a, as a teammate, always, you know, kicking it with everybody, no matter you're a star, starter, uh, freshman. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of what makes that guy pretty cool.
0: Do you have a funny story along with Marshawn Lynch besides the golf cart story? <laughs>
1: I don't know if it's like funny stories. Every time he'll come back um, when we was in college and he was already at Buffalo in the league, he would always like pop up like during season. Like we would be like, isn't this guy supposed to be like, not even his bye week (laughs) Come in with his like hoodie. Like you can only see like this much of his face. He'd be like, damn, that's money. And we go talk to him. He's like, yeah, I got to get back. I got to go practice like the next day. And he would, he would come over, like, just to, he said, just to smell the Bay Area air. And so he can go back and kind of be refreshed for, like, practice or something. And this, I don't know, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. Just, you know, he he flew all the way from Buffalo to to Oakland just to, like, come grab a bite to eat, say what's up, and go right back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he did that a few times. I don't know how that was possible or if he was getting fined for missing something, but <laughs> that, that's the, like, Marshawn I remember.
2: Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code Full and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer must be valid. must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 wage only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount or qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP, licensed to the Horseshoe Bossier City in Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537 or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467
0: There was a time, you know, it was like Tua was, you know, the guy, and but Wobble was coming on. And... um. You know, Coach T, they love, like, stirring up stuff. They love putting us against each other. And you know where I'm going with this. And we're out on the field, and before practice started, Mike T goes, if you're a starter, you, you'll stay out there. If you're a starter, you won't come off the field. And so, you know, it goes from – they're calling out Okie, Okie. You got 3D linemen. So it's me, it and Hargrave. And – you know, the alpha in everybody is like, you know, who's coming off the field? So then we go to Nickel. He calls Nickel. And, you know, Dunbar and Mike T have hyped it up enough where all three guys think they're not coming off the field. (laughs) And then it was just this awkwardness of just, all right, who's coming off? And I I kid you not, it felt like it was like 10 minutes of just us staring at each other like, who's coming off? Because I'm not coming off. (laughs) And, you know, in my head, I'm like, y'all two fight it out. But both of those two were probably like, Cam, you need to go because they're both looking at me too. So, you know, that just speaks to the alpha of those guys because I felt like both of those guys were truly starters and weren't going to settle for just
1: being another guy. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's cool to be reminded of stories like that. But, I mean, we know to it. We know who to it is to it is the ultimate alpha. Uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody has some bit of alpha, but to it has that to the next level where he feels like disrespected if you do something. But you know, that's what made to it great. Mm-hmm. Um, thought that way, but and then even when. Like certain plays when we had to go get to it off the field, be like to it, and to it is playing deaf. He's like, I'm not, <laughs> I can't hear calling. It. I like to it, I got it. They tell me to get you. Um, so when that situation came about, where two, I think toit had some injuries, while yeah, Wob ended up playing a lot and started killing it. Um, when to it got healthy, you know, we already was anticipating some of that friction. <laughs> Between those guys, I feel like they started stop talking. Almost like they wasn't friends. And and in the moment, I was like, I kind of blame the coaches for this. Like <laughs> I blame Mike Tia, blame Dunbar. I'm like, why why are they doing this? Like I don't under, I don't understand why they, we don't just have a meeting of like, okay, this is uh, you're 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 coming back. You're starting because you was hurt, but they didn't do any of that. Normally, no,
0: you I, know I, how it goes. It's two dogs, know. one bone. Two dogs, one bone. That's how they Normally, treat this. Dog.
1: <laughs> Normally that happens, but in this case, there was like, nah, let's let this play out. So we we find out like who is the real alpha dog. And it was just conversations that was happening uh to individual people. Like they was telling two it one thing, they was telling Wab the other thing. They was telling Wab the same thing. So it was like, we'll see who comes out on top. Look, and then that's, they both just got uh, hungrier. Uh, they
0: ended up hungrier, and then just kept dominating.
1: Right, so they both make the decision.
0: But as a nose tackle, how do you stop the tush push of the Eagles?
1: It's it's almost uh, don't want to say impossible, but it's like you have to um, anticipate and jump before they jump. And I've seen it. I think this this past week where people was jumping off sides like versus any uh sneak or um any fourth and one now people are like on first down the, the D line or O-line whoever you know beats each other first I mean it's it's always low man wins but it's the low man that has good technique but from a defensive uh standpoint I think you have to line up and just fire off almost hoping that it's, it's off her sound and that you get a better knockback. But it's the way they do it in Philly, man, that's, I mean, we've been part of part of those games and you know Mike T likes to call you out on film if your legs are rolling back and <laughs> <laughs> seeing whose fault it is, who's getting pushed back. But at the end of the day, I think it's whoever can time up that um, or even cheat that snap and beat them to it. Mm.
2: Why can't you just do what the offenses do and just shove a linebacker into into them like they're doing to you? Because why do you need to shove
0: a linebacker? You're trying to make a tackle. Build a gap do any and shove it. Just
2: stuff it up. Just plug the hole.
0: All right. Well, then you go be a coach and you you talk. I them mean, listen.
2: Nobody's trying it. Like, let's go here, man. Like Tyson. If everybody could do it as well as the Eagles, you think it would be outlawed?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if everybody could do it as good as them, then that would. Be- I think they'll kind, of, kind of consider that kind of cheating. But the fact that they are always getting and uh, converting fourth and ones and other people are getting stopped is is kind of hard to, to rule, rule against it. I'll Wait, say no. one thing, though. I'll say one
0: thing. So, like, we had the right game plan for it. We just didn't have the right execution for it. And execution is a big thing. Um, one your D linemen have to be almost submarining in. So when we talk about that, it's like a basic crawl underneath the center's legs to not let them push forward. But then two, you got to have linebackers either flowing over top, and then you got to have safety safeties to trigger. The thing they do off of that, that's always made it it very hard, is they have a pass play or they have the toss play. So once you start to crowd that pocket, all they're going to do is flip it out, um, and they're not always set when they do it. I think they've gotten better at this year because there's been officiating. Um, but in times before, it always felt like they would have guys offsides because they weren't even establishing a line of scrimmage. They were just getting lined up and pushing forward. So I, I think those are things you have to clean up. But they are pretty successful, and you got to give them props when they're able. To, they're able to do that. You got a son who's going to have to make an important decision soon uh, of where he's going to play football. Uh, You want to go ahead and tell us where he's going?
1: (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine, man.
0: Oh, don't do that. You know.
1: And and I've told you this, like, it didn't matter where we took Ray this, this, like, uh, for uh, visits this summer, like, every school we went to, he was like, oh man, this is the school. Then the next say he's like, Dad, I think this is the one. <laughs> so it's it's tough to get a read on like where um you know where he'll be committed to. And um at the end of the day, it's still um his decision, but recruiting, man, it's is so different uh than it was um you know when we were coming out. What's uh, different? Everything, man, NIL, um where are you getting recruited now? Where, um, the interest of you know where you're getting recruited from because of you know, now it's we need people that um are more experienced and play now, so now they're looking more to uh junior colleges who's you know older guys that can come in plug and play now. Where you know, now a lot of high school athletes are kind of getting the second hand of oh, wow, um, you know, what I mean, of you know we want you but we have this guy that's coming in so you know rays kind of dealing with that now with um you know a lot of schools that still recruiting but he's just trying to focus on playing ball and you know having his best opportunity and you know whoever's there um you know when it's time to sign then he'll pick you know whatever his best option uh for him not just top schools but the best fit for you know how coaches are trying to use him that's Kind of the talk that I'm trying to give him now, like because college recruiting is like all the glitz and glamour of like, hey, look at our facilities, Um, uh, look at the players we got, look at their NIL deals. Um, We got the top of the line facilities. I tell him he got to look past that and see, you know, where is my best fit Um, from a coaching standpoint, like who's going to coach me to play uh, my style of football. so there's a lot of factors, but it's it's exciting to like go that go through it with him, but it's kind of sad at the same time, especially for my wife. I mean, knowing like, man, he's this guy really about to be a man out of the house like in months. So uh just trying to enjoy every moment, uh, not not trying to look too far ahead of like, man, where where is he gonna be? Just um, you know, when he come home from practice, it's you know my wife making him a meal and just trying to tr- cherish every um, little memory you know we can create before he heads out
0: is any NIL program providing babysitting for the Alawalu family because there's so many kids
1: <laughs> they need to man need- <laughs> we'll we'll look into that and see see our options um last question
0: and it's it's a special one What's your favorite Steelers
1: moment? Oh, I never thought about my favorite Steelers moment. because um, it's—I feel like it's since I've like became a Steeler man, my whole mindset and way of thinking of like what the NFL should have been like like it was just an honor and a blessing just to like put on the black and gold because of the history and then when I came here and like the the standard and expectation um, just the conversations that I was having with guys in the locker room was just different so it's, it's tough to say um, there's one moment that kind of stood out for me um, but it, it was just the fact that I was a Steeler and of course I had, you know, a few good games, um, and like, remember those great memories, but it was like the locker room of guys that, um, kind of showed me, you know, what it was, what it's like to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and the standard that we have to, that's upheld no matter, uh, who's in the game. Um, you know, that in itself, um, it's such a big blessing. And like, you know, I tell that to guys that came to us as, as Steelers from other places, or especially the guys that, that are young and brought up in this um, organization, like it's easy to take, take this for granted or take it lightly because they haven't been other places or, you know, this is not um, the normal of what an NFL um locker room or organization is, you know, it was a real family. But um for me it would be, you know, playing at home, playing in front of, you know, our families and our our fans are the that's the thing that, you know, I'm gonna remember the most, especially when uh, you know, crunch time and uh defense you gotta get a stop and they play renegade. Um like, that's the kind of stuff that I'll always remember and uh, cherish my time as a Steeler. Mm-hmm. One last thing. One last thing. Yep.
0: Give me a prediction of what the game's going to be this week, the score of the game that's going to be this week.
1: Prediction? Well, definitely taking the Steelers over the Jags. Um, write it down. Write it down. I'm, I'm hoping that this will be a game you – know, Coming out game for offense. So I want to say, you know, they're going to put up 35 points. 35 points. Love it. And I see our defense. I don't like it, but I'll give Jacksonville 17. That's a lot of points. I don't know. That's, that's random. A lot of points, Ty.
0: I don't know how I I'm feel just, about you're that. You're mad about
2: him giving you a two score victory? Isn't <laughs> the is high when you play? I'll sign up for that today, really. right, now, right
1: hey, gotta, now. Gotta give a little love to Jacksonville, man. Um, Ty, you need to cut the loss with the with the Jacksonville Jaguars, bro. Let it go. Isn't 17, isn't 17 the number where that's the most we could give up? Yes, that was the most we can give up. <laughs> and that's why I give that number because when you do the checks uh the next day, you know, it's still a check for, for the defense. So mm-hmm. So that's that's the the max that I would give them, but uh, I'm really hoping that in our offense, man, just puts everything together and everybody ball out. Player of the game, who is it? Prediction. Player of the game. You coming back this game? No, dang,
0: bro. Why did you have to Thank do you. that? Thank you for breaking yeah. news. Wow, he's not coming
2: back. Not coming back.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, you gotta just. You
1: gotta me the and,
0: oh my god.
1: Um, <laughs> No, this is a special game, man. It's going to be the game to put in Aaron Smith, Devo. So um, you got to show up. You got to show up. But I will say player of the game this game, oof. I pick two people or I got to pick one? You can take one offense, one defense. How about that? All right. Offense. As much as I want to go with Deontay, I'm going to go with Kenny
0: because
1: mm. Deontay will probably ball out, but I, I'm hoping he also spread the ball and uh, has a great game for him, for himself, for the team. Um, and then on defense, um, dang, there's too many to choose, man, from the guys up front, man. everybody. If I choose one guy, everybody's going to get mad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go ahead, do it. <laughs> Not, I'm not gonna change. Oh my
0: god!
1: No, no, no! I'm not gonna say I'm multiple people, but I'm gonna go with my dog Mika Fitzpatrick. Smart having a game, doing his, you know, just playing ball the way he played, relentless. But the first INT of the season, you know, Mika is a ball hawk. So getting back to just what he do normally, uh, definitely want to see that happen this week. And you know, Mika know it. Every time I call, he gonna get a pick. It kind of happens, just kind of how this, you know, when when I was on the team. So hopefully, this is uh, some some good vibes headed Mink's way, man, to to get his pick.
0: Dang, Mink, he took care of you. Okay, well, I need you to pick me next week. All right, how about that? <laughs>
1: you need to be on the field. I
0: I asked you. <laughs>
2: so wait, so wait, Cam, next
0: week we're back next week. There,
2: right? No, just relax. Oh Okay, sorry, I just, just making sure, just checking.
0: Let's wrap up this show, okay? Yeah. Um, First of all, I want to say thank you to Tyson for coming on. You were a great guest. Uh, you gave us some great stories. Um, but best of luck, and I can't wait to hear about the decision Tyree has to make in choosing college. Um, you can you can just send them our way, and we can put them on the pod so you can release right then and there. Yeah, so nice. you let us know. We'll make it happen. But thank you so much for coming on today.
1: No, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks,
2: Tyson.
0: And now it's time for a special segment that everybody looks forward to—a short time with a long snapper. How you doing today, Christian Coons?
3: Oh, I'm doing great. Coming off a big win, our off day. Does do people actually look forward to this time? Like they would. They would. That's.
0: Hey, that's Wait, a good time. An off day. You don't you look forward. To, no, know, to, to Christian Coons. Get this show. No, Thank you, hey, no. You, hey. I was I was trying to be flattering, but.
3: No, like, you gave me a compliment. Hey, he gave me they a compliment. Do. They do.
2: Listen, I know I look forward to it every Thank week. You. So I'm happy you're here for sure. I Guys, keep it. your pants
0: on. We're good. Okay?
3: <laughs> okay.
0: someone
2: like, got to be nice to him, Cab. Someone's gotta got to be nice heard. to him.
3: He okay, was well, nice well, to, to be there. there. He was yeah. nice. I got his ass
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coons, you, you had a pretty good weekend. Um, You know, your snaps were average, but uh you got a little bit of social media time. Um, you know, how did you feel about being on blueface's social media?
3: That was the most ridiculous football <laughs> game I've ever been a part of in my life. And and dude, the story does the story lines up even better. Like, usually there's two kicking nets on each side of the sideline for us to warm up on. But right. like ironically, this is the first game all year that there was only one kicking net and it was on that sideline. So Press and I and Boz are warming up like over in the corner, like at the end of the sideline, like right there. And they have those like club levels or those like sideline level seats. We look to our left and it was a whole different kind of party than what's supposed to be going on in a football game. Like it was going down over there.
0: (laughs) And then didn't you say he asked for your jersey after the game?
3: he did ask for my jersey. He was just asking for anybody's jersey, but he wanted he actually really wanted Joey Porter's jersey, and he was like, yo, yo, tell 24, tell 24 to come over here after this, and I was like, you you're just asking for my jersey, now you're asking for Porter's. This <laughs> <laughs> is messed up.
0: I think was he was more fun. excited to, hear, to see that we had a black putter. I think
3: that, that surprised him more than He was.
2: He, he was excited about that. Coots, did you know who he was? Do you know who Blueface is?
3: I, I like don't know I've heard definitely heard of music or like heard a song or two. Cam, don't give some face like I haven't. I'm, I, like I've definitely heard a Blueface song. He's You've probably heard
0: it in the locker room, if anything.
3: Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I, I recognize what he looked like. Like I recognize that face. Like you can't forget that what that guy looks like. I mean, he's 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 an icon.
0: Yeah. I, an icon. I'll say this, and, I'll, and then we can move on. But all I'll say is. I looked back there and all I saw were ones going in the air and I was like, Yeah, I gotta get back focused on the game because this this doesn't concern me at all.
3: Dude, they we had they were right on like the fifteen yard line and we have like the sideline goes to the thirty. So you gotta go up to the fifteen to snap it at fifteen or press has to stand back there and catch it fifteen. It did not belong. At a football game, Hayden, it did not.
2: What did you see exactly? Can you give me anything? What did you see exactly?
3: <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm allowed to give details like that, but let's just say like they. This weren't, is a Disney like, show. <laughs> this is a Disney show, dude. They weren't. They weren't dressed appropriately at all. <laughs> if they were dressed at all, they weren't dressed appropriately. Um, and yeah, it, it smelled bad, like in it or around that area, like. Some must say it like it smells like a skunk. Um, and I, <laughs> oh,
2: I, I think I know what you're referring to.
3: I got it. Yeah. I'm being serious then. Be like right. he, even guys on the sidelines said it smelled like skunk or, or whatever, you know. <laughs> they were smelling, but okay.
0: Speaking of skunks, let's move on <laughs> to the special teams, okay?
3: Right.
0: Um did you happen to see Matt Prater lose it on the sideline this week?
3: um i didn't see it but i did hear but i heard about it what are your thoughts um if like he was he yelling at his holder and was he yelling at the holder or I
2: think the holder i think the laces were in is what happened then he, he kind of like the ball just sailed on him when he kicked it
3: um you know <laughs> if boz is yelling at us like what are we gonna say dude like it's pro- it was probably what like I want to say it's well deserved. I mean, it's probably a private conversation you should have with your holder, not not on national TV. But so, have look, you ever gotten
0: chewed out by Boswell?
3: I mean, I've definitely gotten like a stern, like a stern, like <laughs> get it down, dudes, or like get it up, like. It's not like a not like a yell in my face, but it's been like a better get that shit up, dude. Seriously. <laughs>
0: Did so, you to see Miles uh block the kick?
3: I did see that. What would you have done? On There's nothing you could do. You're not getting me in some trap question. That's the last thing. Like, what? What, what do I need him lined up in the A next time? Yeah, yeah. Put, he's go out onto the wing, right to tight end wing position, right in your hey, No, don't
0: don't bring him out to me. I'm good. <laughs> I, I already got to take people yeah. as it is. You take him up the middle. No.
2: <laughs> How happy are you that he didn't try that on you?
3: I mean, we always like practice alert alert jumper. Like we, Danny, you know, thinks we have a key on whoever can jump over the line, which usually does. Um, I'm happy it doesn't happen. Like you, you got to get up in your stance. I don't want that to ever happen to me. Like that's that's a nightmare.
0: Do you know what you do in that moment when it happens?
3: I just you run flip his directly. ass on his back. neck.
0: That's what you yeah. do. You catch his leg, oh, yeah. and then you flip him on his neck, and then you never try it again. That's all you got
2: I get, yeah, I guess, I guess that's one way to do it. That's yeah, one way I don't do like
0: your technique, though. We're gonna work on that. That, that was that, that was, was a
2: good get up. I mean, right. audio can't see it, obviously, but video that that was quick. He got up quick out of that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he got up quick out of that. Hey, just said that was a good get up. Like yeah, get got up. up. It was good get up. It was very nice, very very nice. We're oh, Very we're nice. Quick. We're <laughs> complimenting me getting up from a chair. <laughs> yeah, Hayden's just looking for compliments at this point. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to help um, the guy out here. Just trying to help him
0: out. Uh, Ryan Clark said that TJ Watt has moved into this discussion of best player in the world and best stealer of all time. How do
3: you feel about that? Um, you know, he said he said that he he joined the discussion, which I feel like could be could be fair, very fair to say. I mean, that's I, – I feel like that's fair. I mean, dude, TJ's his stats just speak volumes. Like,
0: do they speak volumes?
3: Yeah, they are kind of like my college stats. I'm not gonna lie. Just oh. if I played seven, eight years at Duquesne, which I wait, I you were have. trying to
0: play seven or eight years at Duquesne. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, <laughs> I should have.
2: COVID year he could have. I mean, I feel like there's oh, been kids in school for like eight years in college now. I mean, maybe. Yeah, there they is. probably
0: would have forfeited the season. They they weren't they weren't playing extra games.
3: <laughs> You're coming to a Duquesne game this year. Uh you, you should do it.
0: that. Live
3: report Who from reached? the
2: Duquesne game. I would love that. That'd be a it great would, idea. We might,
0: might we might just host the Duquesne
3: game in the backyard. Let's just know. do that. Oh, okay. In your backyard. Yeah. Your humble estate, dude. Don't don't go there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there, bro.
0: Okay. Well, give me your uh, Ru- Mount Rushmore of greatest Steelers of all time.
3: Oh. Dude. I mean, dude, I'm not – seven.
0: You're going to put Jeff Reed? S- seven. Yeah.
3: Troy Polamalu. Yeah. Um. Joe Green.
0: Okay. There's one spot left. Or you want to go five?
3: You said top four.
0: I said Mount Rushmore. Well, Mount
2: Rushmore's four,
3: I think. Right? Is Franco Franco
0: Franco? Okay. And Christian Gunz. There he is. There he, <laughs> is. there he is. There
2: he is. I think we lost you. Uh, there he is. I
0: think something went <laughs> wrong hey, with. Who the did Internet? Blueface <laughs> ask for
2: a jersey, Cab? Huh? Who did Blueface ask for a jersey first?
0: Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I like how you changed that first. I was (laughs) going to say Joey Porter Jr. Uh, Yeah, if I had to do my Mount Rushmore right now, obviously Joe Green's going to be there. Um, Troy. Ooh. Uh, You got to put seven there. I mean, you have to. Yeah, seven's got to be there. And then, man.
3: There's a lot like, of really.
0: You want to put somebody like from the 2000s, but then I look back and I'm like, shoot, you got to go 70s. And you got to put someone
3: like um, Mel Blunt. Mike Webster. Uh, Donnie Shell, dude. I went on a Nemecone trip with Donnie Schell. He was in seven-time seven Pro Bowl or four-time Super Bowl champ. Um, I mean, he was like an incredible safety. Okay, but let's it, not hear
0: about your nematolent trip anymore. Okay, okay, yeah, the bye just, week just, is bye. Like, stop talking about your rich problems. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was just dropping facts on Dottie Shell, great stealer.
0: Yeah, but how you not put Mel Blunt? They changed the game because this dude was killing people at
3: the line. I agree. I agree. Mel Blunt. Jack
2: Lambert was pretty iconic for those teams too. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's just a bunch of. I mean, we even met, do we mention Bettis? no i mean there's a bunch of guys i mean you really i mean it's tough man it's that's a tough mount rushmore
0: yeah that is a tough one that is tough you know it's not gonna be tough goes. what saying goodbye to you, see you next thank week. you coots we you appreciate week. you coming on that was a great week. segment bud
3: hopefully i don't see you tomorrow see you. <laughs>